Let's wake and bake with the boys Pull out some weed and get high Dude smoking on the bong While Scotty's talking way too long Got time to smoke one more Taking the message To the people now Keep smoking and growing And watching prohibition fall down What's up, everybody? Wake and bake. 514. Man, I better be looking good because this studio light is bright up in my face. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> it's all worth it, with it but It's all worth it. Yeah, it makes me feel more like I'm a like an official newscaster or something, you know? How like the studios are. I don't know if you've, you've probably been in a studio before like that. You are. Anyway. High, man. If you feel like an official newscaster, you are baked, sir. As soon as I pack some of this tangy crossed with pre-98 Bubba Kush, we'll be on time for Wake and Bake, guys. Hope everybody's a little, little stony, a little high. Yeah. Ready for a good show. Brought to you by Way to Grow, Optic Foliere, and a Spectrum King. Yeah, so man. Shout out. And hey, I wanna- executive producer, Scotty. Uh, executive wait, producer. Wait, what's up? I was just going to say that uh, I got a call from Be Patient and Dinesh a couple days ago, man, saying that that Be Patient is going to be uh, working with Optic Foliar. He's going to be the one of their new reps or I guess their newest rep. So I thought that was fucking awesome, man. So congratulations, B. We'll have to get you up on the show, man. Make it official. Hell yeah. Yeah, tight. I remember seeing that B was out at the uh, throwdown, huh? The, the Portland throwdown. Yeah, he's. Big time out there, man. Real nice guy. Real uh, pillar of the community, I'll say, man. So glad to have you in the industry, sir. I don't know. I hear Dinesh is a slave driver behind the scenes. He's nice at the parties. You can't say that anymore, all right? It's 2017. We just lost three viewers thanks to you, man. All right? <laughs> Hashtag I was slave drive too. <laughs> anyway. Interesting. Interesting hashtag. I like that. Let's see what comes up when you search on that one, man. <laughs> producer. We'll give it up to Fred Garvin. Seen Fred Garvin on the on the interwebs, man. Saw him over at uh, uh, Instagram. He gave me a really interesting post we're going to feature later. So thank you so much. I hope that's not your real name. Um, yeah, everybody has like three <laughs> Oh, Fred now. Garvin there. He lives up the street for me. So I'm piling up his leaves the other day. I want to you know? say that's what it is. I guarantee it's like a Saturday Saturday night live thing or something like that. We'll see. <laughs> Doesn't it sound like something that, uh, what's his name? Old uh, Dan Aykroyd should be Fred Garvin. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> anyway, what's, right, yeah. Before we get into uh, what's going, what's growing on, excuse me, uh, I will shout out to Way to Grow out here in Colorado, guys. Seven stores, fabulous staff. Um, was just there the other day. Take, take care. It's one thing about having a local. Not everybody has this luxury. I had a warranty issue with some LED T5 replacement bulbs and like, bam, done, replaced. I had an old T5 8-bulb fixture that had a ballast out in it. The hook met with one off the shelf. After, Of course, they're getting it, you know, warrantied and shit. But it's like when you can have people backing up your equipment, especially lighting, like how clutch is lighting? That's the one thing that you can't have fail for that long in your grow. Right. Um, it's good to have a good store having your back as well as the best prices. And uh, yeah, I don't know. You've been over there lately at all to your Fort Collins way to grow? Absolutely, man. Absolutely. And I see those guys out too, man. But just really good guys. As a matter of fact, uh, Bruce Banner was talking to Courtney in the back, man, who's the uh, got dreadlocks, Jamaican guy with dreadlocks who just knows how to do just the most tastiest, tastiest cannabis, man. So he uses BioCanna, they use BioBiz. So everybody's kind of got their their own flavor over there. So it's really nice to talk to some great growers. Yes. Right on. Check them out, guys. 
What's up? Yeah, I was ma- making sure you're still there, sir. Yep, just taking it in, taking it in. <laughs> All right, let's move on, though. What's cool. growing on, if you're ready for that? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Man, I, I can start with a beef right off the bat, man, as I uh, took a picture. I think I put it on Instagram. This guy, at Scotty Real DGC is my Instagram handle. I just completely about cannabis, you know, and, uh, somehow that Instagram got linked to my personal Facebook. So all my family and, you know, the cousins and everything saw my new closet grow, uh, Facebook, you're fucking up. (laughs) Was there anything like just a little bit? I mean, mean, it was just like six plants in the closet, you know, I'm sorry, in in my shower saying, yeah, it's on like, you know, how about a popcorn? I'm like, you know, it's not what I want my mom and my mom's new husband to fucking see really, you know, they're like, look at Scotty, Scotty just takes the fact that was in the shower. It does make you look a little like, you know, yeah, I'm doing (laughs) it, man. Yeah, it was interesting, man. So then, then people said my mother-in-law commented, good for you. Glad to see young people doing it something, you know? Jesus. So, yeah, <laughs> let's say that that one got deleted, bro. So be careful. You get on about top it. of those controls, man. You know what? I think it like kind of, re- I don't know if like I had that set up, you know, I have posted on Instagram before somehow something got reset or something. What, what kind of bullshit is that? It could be life changing. Like, dude, I accidentally posted my complete alt fet lifestyle from that <laughs> Facebook to the other one. Now I'm getting, you know, I could go yes. deep. <laughs> All right, dude, I got one for you, man. You, you ever smoke bong hits and then go back in and uh, your kid wants to help you with your homework, man. Or wants you to help them with their homework? You ever have that I do it the you? opposite. When the kid wants me to help with the homework, then I go smoke long heads and come back. Yeah, I shouldn't have done it this <laughs> time, man. I got busted, man. Because I, you know, I just went and actually took a dab and came back in, and my kid goes, "Oh, I forgot, Dad. I need you to help me make a dichotomous key today." And I was like, "Dichotomous key." I'm like, uh, "Dichot." You know, two leaves, you know, reminds me of cannabis is a dichot. So I started, what is a, what, did Guru, have you ever heard about the dichotomous key? Do you know it's like a is? yes or no. It yes. is like, it's like if that. A series, know? a series of yes or no questions. That is what it is. I wish they would have fucking just told me that instead. But I did just politely excuse myself and Google it really quick. Thank you, Wikipedia. And actually, that's what I just taught her, man. It, it, it's okay that you don't know shit, man. Just go learn it, you know? Anymore, it's like using your resources. Where does it stop? Yeah, I saw my kid using the, the computer to, he has an app on his phone, actually. He's just right. plugging in his math homework, like plugging in advanced problems. And I ain't seen a textbook for my kid, man. So how about that? I was like, I don't know, man. Whatever you're doing looks like cheating to what I, back in my day. But as long as your teacher, he's like, no, the teacher knows. I'm like, okay. Right. You know? It's like the phone thing is just gives you, like you said, or asking Google anything. Seems to be the new intelligence, sir. Yeah. What's going to be implanted in our heads soon is an option. (laughs) Anyway, uh, but you're saying it helped like you thought, you know, it keeps you more intrigued in the work or kind of you said that being a little dabbed out did not help. It didn't help me at all, man. It wasn't so good. I was like, wait, if then, then well, wait a minute. Now there's two things, man. What do I do with it? You know? And I was like, huh? So I just had to study it for a little bit. See, that's just, she's in seventh grade. Now my daughter's in second grade where I enjoy, you know, being a little and in elevated and doing some second grade board problems. You know, know, Sarah had two apples. Yeah. D. Yeah, I'm telling you, seventh grade is where it, where it ends, man. You know, that's where the, you, you better study that shit. You better politely excuse yourself and study that shit, man. 
It's interesting to see, though. I mean, what uh, you know, I'm not speaking of the seventh graders here particularly, but, you know, through school, cannabis can either help people learn or it can definitely distract them. I know plenty of people that enjoy getting high, but they're like, not while I'm, you know, I got a math test, you know, I'm not going to sure. smoke this morning. Or as other people, like a, a CPA, uh, one of my neighbor's um, sister, she's a CPA, mm-hmm. and she absolutely, come tax season, she's like, where's dude at, man? Wait, but like, she smokes during work or after work? Because I can imagine it would make, yeah, I would think mathematically you'd get sloppy, but that's a stereotype, because I used to buy bags totally from, is. from uh a guy who was a mathematician. I was like, what do you do again, man? We'd always go to this guy. He lived in his, with his mom in his room and he lived, did this for like 15 years. So he was like 35 years old. And he was like a full on at the end. He was like an engineer. He was going to school the whole time, man. And just do, you know, so like quarterbacks or whatever. But the guy ended up being an engineer. He like, was literally going to school for like 12 years. And he used to love to just get super baked and just do math problems, conceptual math problems. Did you tell me this kid sold cannabis to help him get through school? Yes, he did. Yes, he that did. That is and Crazy. to take care of his mother, man. He was paying the mortgage on his mother's house, man. His mother may or may not have been playing with a complete full deck, man. I'll say that just in case he's listening. The good uh, byproducts of prohibition, I guess. You know, yeah, you're the- right, man. This guy kept a roof over his family's head. You're 100% right, man. All right. What else we got uh, going on here? You got a little visit uh, coming in town from a DGC? I did, man. You want to talk OG about, DGC? You want to talk <laughs> about somebody that can do math, man. The, the captain showed up, man. And I always love hanging out with the captain. I don't know if you guys know. CAPN is what, what his handle is on our site. He was a guy that just showed up really early and had some great, great uh, technique and was able to put it into words really well. He's like, yeah, I'll write a few articles for you. And just the, the way the captain is man he is a uh, uh a perfectionist so he just wrote some you know excellent articles about bho and a, a few other ones i mean they, they get like uh i don't know they get massive traffic on the site and they're just really good information so um it was dude, just, i got a link here in the notes yeah when you're over on the dudegrows.com you click on growing mm-hmm. and then ddc growers i'll tell you a couple more titles because they're badass like how to make the most potent potent cannabis oil uh, is one of them, which is, gets a ton of traffic because it's written so well, as it's well as making 420 vape pens with the cap and connoisseur concentrates. Oh, man, I smoke some of that connoisseur concentrates. We got to get a hold of them because he was telling me that um, you just take a very little amount, of whatever 10 cc's is. I think he was using 10 cc's of this stuff to um, like a half an ounce of wax. And it would really, it would make it, you know, most of these things, when you put it in the pens, the liquid pens, it tastes like, you know, PEG or whatever it is, propylene glycol, whatever they're using. This shit tasted great. And I want to say he was using, I think it was, dist- was it distillate he was using? I can't remember. But there was no flavor in this. Or I should say there was. They're talking particularly with the way he did it here with that brand, the connoisseur concentrate. Yeah, yeah that connoisseur concentrates has some kind of a, th- that's what it is. It's like a. Uh, what would you call that a solvent or something for lack of a better word smokable solvent yeah, okay there you go you smoked a solvent man because sure, i'm not sure if it's actually uh dissolving it's putting it into suspension okay and allowing i guess to to make it so that it'll it'll vape off evenly yeah, it was interesting, man. So anyway, he had vape pens that were very low uh profile you could probably smoke these things in a movie theater, you know 
Yeah, and also grow. I mean, not just that shit, guys. He has an article here about great information to keep you like digital ballast RF interference, his growing methods, how to stay on the down low. Um, if you want just a recipe to completely succeed, go check out the way he has uh, built broom grouts as well. Tons of awesome information. So, yeah, I'm glad you got to hang out with the cat. Ah, uh, super cool, man. Yeah, it's, it's nice being, you know, whatever. It, 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 a lot of people come to Denver or Boulder or whatever. So, it's just really nice to see him. You show up, Hell, you got to give yeah. me a call, man. You got to come by the house. What's up with this? Uh, um, you bought a replacement microwave? Dude, yes. All right. So I'm sitting there and I go, it's Saturday. I'm going to go set up my grow. And I'm like, I'm, <laughs> I'm wondering my, how that ties into grow. It ties in in a very sad way. So I got to tie to so measure the microwave. So I'm like, oh, well, I got to go get a container for my little grow anyhow. Let me see how big it will be. I measure it. It's 30 inches wide. The shower is 30 inches wide. I go to measure the microwave opening and it's 30 inches wide. And I'm like, dude. You know, you're telling me that I'm about to set up a grow that's the same width as my microwave. Hmm. Why? And you wonder why I'm not excited, Guru? That also you sounds know? like a really big microwave. It's just an over-the-range microwave. So it's just a width of a, a range. But my point is just that, Jesus Christ, man, setting up a 30 by 30 grow. Man, that is. does that qualify for a micro grow? Can I call that a micro grow at that point? Mm, you got the height, though. It's just one plant. It's just going to be one plant is all I'm going to be able to get in there. And now I'm just thinking about all the atmospheric. I'm not going to be able to do much with the atmosphere with one plant. You don't, yeah, don't need to do too much in there with it. Just put up a little, you know, some little green pad. Little, you don't even need CO2 supplementation if you're going to have some passive air. But I, I thought you were getting your other grow spot going. This was just I a am. temporary home in the shower. Yeah, yeah. I figured I'd maybe mess with it, though. And I thought maybe if I guess the I went through the exercise of setting it up. You know, I was going to, I was going to, and I was like, this is crazy, man. For 30 inches, I'm going to get one plant. And I was just like, no, <laughs> I'm not doing a microwave style grow, man. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it just made me think. I was like, wait a minute. Same, same width when as Scotty's my grow. has got to grow small. He starts to get depressed. He's yes, like, man, never grown anywhere this small before. <laughs> that is the point, sir. Yes. I think it'd be great to try. I mean, I would, I, I saw the other day at, I should still go see if it's there. Does that some big old, Goodwill type secondhand place with tons of just stuff in it. And then there's this, I don't know what it was used for, but there was this like big plastic tube, like the size you can get up and stand up almost like a phone booth, but round at the top and all clear plastic. I'm like, dude, I can make that into a grow tube. Sounds like, like an elephant dildo or something, man. Pulling off some micro grows would be fun. Like one thing I haven't done that you would think would not be fun at all is like, let me show you what I can do with a four bulb T5 and see how much flower I can pull off that for these people that don't have any other grow space options. You know, it's cool to do micro grows to see what's the minimum. Well, you know, what's the minimum I can do for my personal. So I don't know. Yeah, there's hardly anything there. It's fun. I guess I'll pop some seeds in the fairy garden. Like you said, the fairy cannabis plants that would actually look, that would work out pretty good. I'm just putting the touches on the five by nine, by the way. So that is coming brother. Five by nine. See, there you go. Make it into a little, yeah, it'll be good. It'll be good. Yeah. I can't do no 30 inches, man. (laughs) That's just too small, man. A 30 inch grow for me is just too small. Word. We had a good idea the other day before we move on about saying, Ben, we need to get you want some more guests on the show. Always um, having people hit you up on Instagram. 
Um, we kind of, I think we, I don't know, had an executive meeting, hashtag dude grow show gets a hold of pothead assistant or an Instagram, right. um, for anything for the guests, the grow, but also calling in, you know, you were saying there's great commentation on grow talk. Um, you know, some of these questions and getting people to call in and saying, Hey, why don't we get some of the, you know, the voices of the DGC, you know, get soup or, sure. you know, FUD, yeah. Maestro, JR token. These guys totally. are always dropping crazy science, man. Yeah. Let, so let I think your idea is being that. like, Hey, let's, instead of us reading what you said sometimes, well, I think we're going to try and get people to call in a little more of that 833-420-2420, or it's just on the top left of dudegrows.com homepage. Um, and we're going to try and pick up some of the grow talk. You could just be like, Hey, I'm answering, uh, this question. And if we like that, well, let's, we're going to throw it up on the show instead of us reading what you're writing anyway. Yeah, man. Try to get some of the other, some of the other talented voices on the show, man. Yeah, that would. I mean, Scotty said, I think people are getting tired of just hearing me and you. And I'm like, I don't know. I mean, I'm not full of myself, but <laughs> I don't know if I working. said that. I said it's nice to hear other voices on the show. I think it's there. What we I go. Said. There we go. See, I turn it around in my head. <laughs> don't go negative, dude. Don't go all negative, man. You're all right. All right. All right. <laughs> hey, real okay. quick, I just want to say, man, I was listening, you know, weekend is time you catch up on, on your podcasts. So over the weekend, I was listening to uh, Paul Stamets on Joe Rogan, got the Joe Rogan podcast out. Did you just say your weekend's time to catch up on your podcast? A little bit, man. Yeah. Okay. Instead of waking up and having to go to work, you get to wake up and maybe throw a podcast in your ear and go for a bike ride or a walk or oh, I actually went on a hike, man. An official hike today, man, or a couple of days ago. How's that for being all Colorado style, dude? Congratulations. I remember they looked at me. I was with the captain. They just looked at me. He goes, are you just going to wear that? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I guess so, man. These are my hiking <laughs> jeans, sir. And I'm in my hiking sneakers already, man. So I'm all good. What do you uh, want you to be all decked out with like bear mace and canteen off the hip? <laughs> <laughs> I was not, sir. Hey, you got to be prepared for if you, you might be out there for like three days. You never know. Oh, shit, man. I remember we looked at the trail and it was like, you want to do the five mile one or the 1.2 mile one? I was like, oh, the 1.2, sir. You just that, went to the falls. That sounds plenty. Yes. But um, anyway, Paul Stamets is on Joe Rogan. If you get a chance, throw him in your ear. Uh, he talks all of He's just like a myco fan, you know, a fan of just he's been studying um, fungi and, and, you know, mushrooms for, I don't know, shit, his whole life, I guess, man. And he's just like the, the, you know, the guy with all the knowledge on it. So it's just really fun to hear somebody so passionate talk about it. Kind of cool. His hat was made out of a mushroom. I was trying to check that this morning, but my podcasting time is when I'm behind the wheel. Um, It's hard for me to sit and watch, you know, or listen if I, because I don't listen. If I'm in front of the computer, I can't listen to a podcast because my brain's doing other things the the whole time. So it's like, I love either I got to be doing something else or in my ears, I got to get better at when I'm gardening and shit. That's a good time as well. It really is, man. That's you, hey, how much of that did you listen to? Did you say you listened to all of it? No, nah, just about half is what I got through. And then it's I pretty got distracted good, too. It's really interesting. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely more of, it's, it's not really a gardener's podcast by any means. It's really about, you know, expanding your mind and, and uh, you know, mushroom experiences and things like that. He's a pretty out there guy, man, but he's cool. Yeah, definitely uh, gonna check it out. I think Rogan said it. And I don't. I'm sorry, I don't know if you said this. He's one of the most requested by email to be on the show. Right. Sounds like Rogan fans would like that guy. He's right up his alley. Ah, speaking of that, since we're on point with the uh, the calendar, sometimes like a throw out events. Rogan is gonna be in uh, 
Denver this Friday and Saturday night. So if anybody's out Friday night, get a little, you know, hit us up, dude. Hashtag out Friday night Rogan DGC crew hangout. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. Um, but no, if anybody's going out in the crew, going to be downtown D town. I know me and Scotty real Moby Dill. We're going to be out there hanging out. So absolutely, um, maybe, maybe we can hit it up. Yes, sir. Yes. Anyway, sir. Let's do it. all right. Where are we at? You're just about to shout out to your boy over at optic foliar, man. Oh, yes, yes. Dinesh. Yeah. Giving the love in the beginning, getting that new uh, Northwest rep, if you will, yeah. as well as uh, check out just what if you don't foliar spray, you're missing out. You do. You're going to you're, you're missing out. I don't know. I can't put a percentage on it, but it's, it's an know. opportunity loss anyhow. man. I mean, if we're trying to grow the dankest right here, it's funny. I was just talking to Bruce Banner a couple of days ago and he's got a chem that he's that he's uh trying to figure out what's going on with and he's finding out she's just a, a magnesium he calls her a magnesium pig is what he calls her <laughs> but so he's foliaring it in he goes man you can foliar did you know you can foliar magnesium in it goes right in and he, i mean it's like foliar is like the instant you know the the, the very quick way to get things uh, uh yeah if you have a deficiency you want to get it taken care of through the leaf before the root zone just to help you know you want to do both but like yeah you're saying the root zone takes depending on if it's organic how active your rhizosphere on a bit longer you see results sure. within a light cycle but that being said foliar, fo foliar is one of those things you can screw up it because the different things will have a different size water droplet that you'll foliar and um the water droplet can act like a magnifying glass with the lights and it can really burn the plants so that's what Dinesh has figured out is how to get those water droplets to sheet and to lay down but don't forget a water droplet um a sheet has a lot more surface area than a droplet does so you get much better coverage with much less uh, uh less volume of of product that you have to use so kind of cool stuff really good technology man hell yeah check them out optic foliar guys available everywhere tell your hydro store what's up yeah so okay see what the dgc is smoking on let's here see, man let us see all right. Ooh, Orange Crush yes. from none other than Van Ripster. What's up, man? All right. So, shout out to DGC Can of Kid for this cut of Orange Crush, which is Tangy, crossed with Bubba Kush by the Bank Genetics Denver. Right on. Fish Orange Crush. Okay. Finished. Well, I'm just getting thinking like uh, Orange Crush. I think of those pops, push up pops that are orange for some reason. I don't know why. I think of that. Finished. Den Denver Broncos defense. Finished with hashtag winter frost from new mill, then plain water flushed now on the dark at day 63 into the dark before the chop. This plant stays short and squat, producing resinous dense nugs. Looking at this picture, dear God, I hope you guys are checking out the video show. She's a nice balanced 50-50 sativa inca. It smells of fresh tangerines. Beautiful bud shot, man. Damn. Sorry, man. I'm just looking at these comments. Dabney Boldman from dabby coleman if any of you guys ever lived through the 80s holy shit that is funny man oh man good stuff man i get your, your humor it is not wasted on me sir <laughs> thousand nugs uh hook it up to van ripster for over in the dgc shop guys check it out over there can fans nutrients i'm in here now free maestro t-shirts help support the cause dgc grow journals grow papers and some good grow more newts man so check it out we're working on getting that vault a little amped up over there as well um for our new contests and things coming so like that idea dude what do we got there? The uh, Sorry, I'm just smoking weed, man. Take over. I'm smoking <laughs> weed. You want to smoke and laugh? Yes. Oh, dude, we got this video here. 
popped up over on our Facebook. So, um, and this is titled, what if cannabis companies advertised just like big pharma? It's only about a, just about a minute and 20 seconds. Could you guys listen in? Let's check. You ready? Yeah, let's hear it, man. Sometimes life can be a little overwhelming. Sometimes the weight of the world can be too much to bear. Sometimes you need to stop worrying and take a deep breath. Sometimes you need cannabis. Introducing Brightside. High-quality cannabis delivered right to your door. Brightside offers an extensive menu of strains and products to meet your needs. Is this real? Choose the experience you want. No, hold on. They will answer that question, Scotty. But, guys, we're just looking at your typical, if you're familiar with a pharmaceutical video, like they're like, oh, sometimes life can be stressed. They showed like a mom at a soccer match or something, like kind of yelling at her kid. Right. <laughs> so he'll have it go on and gets better. And we'll send you the dankest herb, <laughs> the real sticky icky, <laughs> top shelf marijuana. If you like what we send you, keep the whole jar. We'll even include some nugs for you to blitz. As part <laughs> of discovery, real. you'll get to try new strains and products. Side effects may include euphoria, increased appetite, uncontrollable giggles, elevated sensitivity to musical dopeness, and reduced anxiety. Tetrahydrocannabinol may also induce feelings of existential well-being and relentless yes. optimism. With a Brightside subscription, you can get it once a month, once a week, or whenever you want. All at a price you'll like. <laughs> and yes, this is a real company. What? It is real. We're looking at like the old guys walking around dancing. She's playing the guitar. The old guys walking around looking at a spoon, actually. Yeah, and just (laughs) chilling. I think that's the end of it. Hold on. Ask your doctor if cannabis is right for you. It probably is. (laughs) And then at the end, when they're saying that, they show her sitting in the field drinking like a kid's juice with kids just laughing her ass off in the beginning of the video was her being with kids being stressed <laughs> i love it man i love when they say possible side effects is relentless optimism right yeah i mean it's, it's kind of right on man or at least it's pretty close anyway oh, that's the least that's awesome. bullshit pharmaceutical ad that i've seen to date man mm, yes <laughs> pretty good though man all right let's hit a couple news stories here so we can get to the grow come on let's do it we got uh, what's this first hey, one here. This what's one's up? fucking cool, man. I f- found this one. Was reading the cannabis this Saturday, and I just thought this was cool, man. Which one are you on from the cannabis with Florida rep Matt yep. Gates? Florida Matt rep Matt Gates. Stop punishing cannabis industry. Remove 280E from the tax code. Hey, look at Matt Gates. He looks like somebody we could have fucking smoked a joint with, or you know, possibly got really wasted drunk with, doesn't he? he just looks like a pretty. He's guy. the new the new gen man. He's the, the the gen that doesn't need to die off, but is doing <laughs> doing some good work. <laughs> nice. Anyway, I just found this to be really interesting. Uh, it starts out in 1981. A tax court judge ruled on tax deductions taken by mistaken by Mr. Jeff Edmondson, a man with a unique business, the large scale distribution of drugs <laughs> for the tax year in question. He had sold over a million tablets of amphetamine, a hundred pounds of marijuana and nearly a pound of cocaine. Mr. Edmondson was clearly busy, but not too busy to do his paperwork. His tax return deducted business costs, such as miles he had driven for work, office yes. equipment he purchased and the tax, the tax court rules on taxes not on the legality of a person's profession. So many of his deductions were ruled perfectly acceptable. 
Nice. <laughs> Does that guy have fucking balls? That's when you're basically like, what? When when most people get actually get pinched for something, what's it for? It's for tax evasion. It's for and evading. back in the day, then they would always get you for like, yeah, you get for three. oh oh, you pay for everything in cash. Yeah, yeah, but this guy, I mean, yeah, it's crazy, man. But so it it just starts talking about how so they made a, a rule that say what it says uh, since this was 1981, uh, the zenith of bad hair and the war on drugs. Um, the verdicts gave drug hawks a collective case of indigestion while Congress scrambled to close the tap tax loopholes uh, to offset the cost of tax reform. They decided to kill two birds with one stone tax legislation passed in 1982, including section 280 E prohibiting traffickers of schedule one and schedule two drugs from deducting business expenses. So uh, it's, but this cannabis is a schedule one drug. So what this comes to say is that guys that anyone that's trying to do anything with cannabis uh, cannot deduct anything from their taxes. So what's up with these dispensaries and whatnot then, man? Technically, obviously, like if you're running a dispensary, you have a shit ton of expenses. You're saying- it's just another on their federal taxes. They can't deduct any of those at the state level. They're allowed to. I'm fairly certain. Now, I don't know. I think I'd this like guy's to see what's going on behind the doors with those CPAs, with those businesses. There's there no way they got to be writing some of that shit off federally creatively. I don't know. Don't know. Don't know. But it's a real conundrum, man. So, I mean, they got to fix this shit. Well, with all the money, why would they not want? Yeah. I mean, there's they there'd be a lot of income for the IRS, no? If there or no, it'd be the opposite. If you have more write-offs, you get right. less financial responsibility to the IRS. But it right. all should be, um, yeah, on the up and up for sure. It's not but, though. It's uh, a bummer. No, yeah, it's all the Schedule One bullshit still, which is unbelievable that it's uh, yeah all still right, there. Know- you know what, man? I got another one here and spark you one up. Thank you for this one. And uh, this one makes me feel good because you know how sometimes like the, the law just don't work. You know, you're just like, all right, all right man, I get it, man. You know, the tax, this tax code is bullshit. It's just not working or they try to make laws and they, they just don't work. So every now and again, it's just time for the, uh, you know, people that take things into their own hands. So I got this one. Did you read this whole one? It was a pretty good read. Yeah. A case of jury nullification in rural Georgia. You hear yep. that? All right. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I'll read a little bit of jury nullification occurs when a jury returns a verdict of not guilty, despite its belief that the defendant is guilty of the violation charged. Wait, this is the same way that lady went into a Texas courtroom and shot the guy that molested her kid Ah, just in in the head in a courtroom full of people, not guilty by a jury of her peers. Yeah. What happens is uh, the, the defense attorney or whatever, the other attorney only has a certain amount of people they can strike from the jury. I think it's six or nine or something like that, whatever. Well, this in a nutshell, this was just a sting operation set up, right? For this, this couple detectives. And then they had under undercover cat, like in an old van, he's like an electrical worker. They put in an area to go around and try and make stings, try and get people to buy drugs, right. build cases on them with like two or three videos and then arrest them and try and be like a slam dunk thing. You're like, yeah, you know, you're guilty. We have you on video, et cetera. And this dude, Ant- Anton or uh, Antonio Willis, I believe was his name. They had met with him three times and then the first time like was kind of just to get to know him and then that none of that was on video. The second time was on video and he sold him drugs on video. He's literally went and got him a bag of weed at the trailer park. Probably he on a did. Bicycle. And when he came, the, the, he caught the cop in a lie because he's like, yeah, the second time I met Antonio, he said, I got some weed for you or something. And he was like, that's bullshit. I said, did you get did you look into that job for me? So he caught the cop in a lie there on video. But regardless, 
When it went well, to trial, he's guilty. Them all, 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 you know what they choose to record and what they choose not to record. Yeah, is, very suspicious. Nobody want, nobody cared for the cop. Nobody cared for the cop side. Nobody wanted the cop to win on this one. Well, guilty. You, you won the fucking game. Great. You still fucking lose. Well, did you hear in the in the jury? There was, um, you know, six. Which I'm presuming if you get called to jury duty and they ask you, Scott, to say. Uh, does anybody in the jury think a uh, jury pool that marijuana should be legal? There was 42 citizens in the jury. pool, Right. And the six that answered, yes, marijuana should be legal. The prosecutor used six of his strikes to say, all right, you can't be in the jury. And that's all he had, like, right? With six strikes, right? He had nine total. Okay. Um, but there was somebody in the jury was a former detective. And then somebody in the jury was also a mother of an active deputy. So you're kind of like, ah, oh, has to be even unanimous. Those guys. Though. Has to be unanimous. The jury. Yeah, it yeah. was all, like you said, all of them, it was nullified. They're like, dude, this is bullshit. Um, and that is really good to see. And that's this case they're trying to spread far and wide so they can let other potential jurors know, look guys, you have power. You have power to even at, I mean, by law, this guy was guilty. They did have him on tape and he did admit what was his quote in here? He's, he said uh, he admitted he had tamed marijuana for Lewis, the undercover agent, going right. so far as to state, "I'm a nice." This is what the, um, Willis said: "I'm a nice guy. I'd probably do it for anyone that needed it." He's just like, "Yeah, I got him some cannabis. He right. whatever." What's man. the big deal, man? What's the big deal? And all and this jury, crap. And just think about all the 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 jury people have to be taken out of. Uh, just forgetting the guy a bag of weed. Um, the cop had to be wired up, so there's a whole team wiring up a cop so that he can go out and sting somebody for a bag of weed. Um, there's a, a co- whole court system that has to be tied up with this stuff. There's lawyers that are getting paid. Um, there's how about the jurors that are like, dude, I got jury duty. Hang on, I got to go up to, I got to miss a day of work or, you know, for me, if I get jury duty, a lot of shit don't get done. I got to do it at night. Uh, and it's for this, it's for this bullshit. You called me out and you fucking, you know, you made me miss a day or two or a week of work because a guy sold you a bag of weed. This fucking system is out of control. Here, yeah. dude, check this picture out. Man. A, go ahead. I was cruising on Facebook and, and I saw this picture. It was just made me laugh, man. It was, um, it grew you my plan. What the hell it was. I had to ask you. It's a courtroom filled with a divorcing couple separating their beanie babies. And they're both sitting on the floor arguing <laughs> over which beanie babies, it's which one gets. And it's just like a per, another perfect example of it's out of control, man. I mean, dude, it's just a bunch of lawyers that are kind of, they're like, I just need to bill somebody, man. I don't know. That's why you get a prenup. You get to keep all the beanie babies. <laughs> Look at Guru, man. But I just think it's crazy. So I, I, I really kind of see, I, th- I think that the problem with a lot of what we see now is too many lawyers and too many freaking media outlets, man, that have to sell advertising. Seems to be a big problem. Yeah, yeah. Just, just looking at another title that like testifies to your stuff without a control. We don't, we won't get into it, but a jury awards seven and a half million to man for Walmart watermelon injury. Now, <laughs> that's just, just, just happened recently, you know, and I guess that's because obviously the more the, the settlement, the attorney gets a chunk of that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like fucking oh, they're 40% definitely incentivized. Lawyers are definitely incentivized to try and get you more money. Fitty, fitty. A settlement type deal. Come on, man. We spit a fitty, fitty. Yeah. Yeah. It's because uh, anyway, that's, I kind of, I don't feel bad for Walmart by any means, but like if I'm the Walmart loss control person, I'm like, God damn it. The only people we have to deal with coming in now again, it's like uh, McDonald's after the coffee shit. They're like, damn it. 
Like we're going to have to warn everybody, make sure we relabel all this. It's hot. Duh. It's coffee. <laughs> hey, wait, anyway. if you look deeper into that, the McDonald's coffee case, they actually served her coffee that was like scalding, like literally a degree under boiling. It gave and her like, third degree burns. The yeah. lid like melted off and melted her. It, actually, it did like yeah, burn like, her like, and like, stuff. Like, it, it was it messy, was, man. Yeah. yeah. And it was like uh, an 80 year old woman. Enough. Yeah, it was pretty messy. Like she, she earned that settlement. Yeah. <laughs> All right, fair enough. I'm just a nice guy. I wouldn't think of me. I'd be like, oh shit, man, just let me know next time. I'm just pissed <laughs> that I can't get watermelon at uh, at Walmart anymore. What kind of bullshit is that, man? Shit just you, got real. You can, but they have people handing them out and putting them in the cart for you now. <laughs> you can't touch them. You can't go near the pallet that holds them. That's You'll awesome. trip on it. <laughs> Come right. on, let's take, let's a, take break. a break. Come, Come back for it. some grow talk, guys. Check it all out at dudegrows.com and I'll throw it in right now. Don't forget www.dudegrows.com forward slash help Jay Maestro. Still gear over there, can fans. Yep. Um, I believe he's got some shirts up. Just helping a brother out that helps out the DGC. So yes. please check that out forward slash help Jay Maestro. Absolutely. Be right back. All right. Sometimes it's no good to be wrestling what you can't control. Sometimes it's no good to be questioning everybody's soul. Sometimes it's no good to worry about now what lies in store. Got to let it go. Yeah, yeah, break away now, coming out that door. When you leave it, your mind is free. When you leave it, only you hold that. It's no good to be questioning everybody's soul Sometimes it's no good Yeah, you worry about it now What your lies in store Sometimes it's no good Yeah, you got to beg away I'll get you through that door When you leave it 
into the world of Instagram. Ooh, how fun, man. I got <laughs> I, I got reprimanded about hashtags, man. Look, you use yeah. them wrong, all right? Hashtag so, dude grow show over at Instagram, guys. Deal. You get your, your, your stuff up, and we're checking it out. Got to participate in this community. Oh, we got JR Token, and he has, what is this, man? It looks know. like a, looks something like I put in the dough. oven. That does. That looks like something to make a delicious cookie to me. Some hand-kneaded crystal cookies dry sift. Okay. So right there, dry sift's like an ultra quality. Like the, you know, I talk about using um, dry extraction just like in the 220 screen. I believe dry sift is even a lower micron to get some really dank off your nugs. Just, you know. Sure. It makes sure you get just the trichome heads is kind of the big difference between dry sift and like Keef. Right. Keef, Keef still has a stalk on it and dry sift is just going to be the head. And that's because most like the higher concentration of cannabinoids and stuff is in the, the head of it. The stalk is mainly more like paraffin waxes. Yeah. I give my trichome stalks to my dogs. Yeah. No one wants those. Ah. <laughs> and then he needed it like into some, sh- some shishka berry, B-H-O. <laughs> it says so in insane and this is what it's coming to these days nothing Jesus. against you jr it's <laughs> like damn nothing man yeah come on over man yeah i i, I this does look good yeah it does look very but good is the same guy that'll just bust out a simple piece of flour you know a simple hunk of flour i should say and it's something that's amazing he's got an appreciation and a love for flour still that's just what comes off his scissors homie yeah <laughs> that's awesome, got here chem dank hashtag dude grow show showing just you got the chem dank there, man. Beautiful looking nug in your picture. Um, because doughy like smells from this one. I guess that is uh, alien cookies. So man, Jesus, man. Yeah, the way nugs are getting these days, I think the people are right. They're like, man, we're growing weed. How many ten ten times to fifty times stronger than your seventies cannabis? Uh, this wasn't your grandma's cannabis, man. No, that's that's yeah, all relative too. though. You know, how much you smoke. If you smoke it every now and again, you get super high off a lot of different cannabis. Is that why the Rastas burn down down there? Because it's not, it's more native. It's more the land races from Jamaica and they don't, you know, not that they're bad cannabis, but just don't blow up those high THC levels and shit. They I don't. part of it. And let me tell you, I, when I was in Jamaica, I kept on being like, oh man, I, you know, bring some crypto. And the guy looks at me or whatever the hell I called it back then. He just looks at me and he goes, you grow that with chemicals, right? And he gave me this weird look and I was like, uh, yeah. And he's just like, no, nah, no thanks. But he got me a big giant package, this bright green bud. And it was delicious. It didn't look super dank. It was a little bit leafy, but man, it had such a good buzz with it. So there's something to be said about that. I don't, I don't know. I'm going to get some of these more natural farming guys on to see if I can learn a little bit about it. Maybe I'll start talking about the energy of the earth, dude. But there is, <laughs> there is something about, man, when you get some good outdoor weed. Better be so stirring high. your brews counterclockwise. <laughs> it's the earth's energy. One more on here, guys. Spartan Grown. Cool, man. He got, he got uh, his cannabis tested here at PSI Labs. It says, super stoked to get my results back at PSI Labs on our first outdoor grow. So the headlights bred by Average Joe Genetics. Interesting. I don't know if I'd go with that name. And even was featured on the Dude Grow Show for a picture I put up here on Instagram. Hell yeah, man. Look, he's got 20% total THC. <coughs> pretty good outdoor? There, That's fucking awesome, man. So, uh, yeah, definitely awesome. And it breaks it down. Let me just wait. What about his purity? Um, it goes mold, mildew, and fungus. Oh, confirmed. No, I'm just kidding. He has no mold, no foreign matter, no pests. Ooh, I wonder if, so what do they do if they find pests and they actually can potentially say we found. I guess they say why instead of then, man. And then they put it in the notes. 
good point, sir. I've got to get, I think there's a place we can test out here, even recreationally. I got to get the hookup with that shit, man. Beautiful, man. Looks good too. A picture of it. This is really cool. PSI labs. Very interesting. Spartan yes. growing tight work, sir. Tell me who's slinging some recharge before we get into the growth talk. We actually had somebody, I don't know. Um, we had somebody call in. Should we play it? Yeah, man, come on. You got to follow Prohibition Report or what, man? No, somebody's just giving a growth store recommendation, slinging the charge. Deal. Let's see it, man. Hey, DGC, it's Jared again from Long Island. You know, I forgot to shout out my local hydro store out in Long Island. They are Long Island Hydro. They're an awesome shop. Ryan and Eric, the brothers, they're slinging a lot of recharge out to everybody. Maybe get in contact with them or maybe they get in contact with you, but they're a great shop. Love the show again. Love you guys. Talk to you soon. Bye. Yo, man, who'd that guy remind you of, man? <laughs> with, 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 the, with the Long Island accent. Coco, Coco, Coconut? Coco, <laughs> yep, Coco, Coconut Coco. Rodeo, man. Coconut plant for a pheno hunt. What the hell, huh? You like, <laughs> call that a pheno hunt? <laughs> you call that a pheno hunt? That guy was awesome, man. Coconut Rodeo. Where you at, brother? Uh, I'm going to take it into the grow. Get your grow questions up on dogrows.com. Uh, love it guys, all the comments, etc. Right. And, uh, just be over there logged in, give us your questions. This is from Fishman. Yes, sir. Fishmen, Frank and grow. What's up DGC. I'm finishing out my third grow. He's two to three for two to three weeks. in. he's used Fox farm newts up until this point. But after the last harvest, he convinced his dad to invest in some canna a and B and some canna cocoa for this next grow. That sounds With like out- a meme going right there. You know what I mean? Like dad, can we get canna next time? <laughs> without inquiring which to buy he purchased a cocoa brick which are cocoa bricks bricks are totally fine guys i was like is this the same quality shit man like i don't want to recommend and because a lot of people don't have access to having that uh to the you can get the cocoa bricks up on amazon shipped right out for a good deal um but anyway and then he got a five liter stepped it up with canna aqua floors a and b their biggest bottle of flowering newts for recirculating system and no veg newts okay so he's switching this is where the dilemma starts um he's because he's he used fox farm and then when he switched to bloom he's using and he's in canna cocoa but he's using their canna um aqua which is for like i think it's right. or drained or waste hydra right yeah. go ahead why did we not just buy the kind of cocoa nutrients because his father did not inquire, dude. It's one gotcha. of those dads. Okay. He's like, I'll go get the can of nudes, okay? And just grabs two five liters and checks out. Hey, man, <laughs> my, my dad would have come back with a big bottle of Dynagro and been like, it was cheaper, Scotty. <laughs> so, I, totally I, right. I, yeah, I can anyway, empathize with you, man. He's like, the problem is um, we don't want to invest anymore until we pull off some more harvest. This harvest, I, used, uh, I, already, I already said that. So he's using A and B. Um, and he's using recharge and he goes, the plants are healthy, um, but I feel like I'm fighting an uphill battle when combining the two newt lines and using the flower one against Canna's recommendations. They said, you know, they state, Canna said, using it with cocoa will end in a newt deficiency. Hmm. So it's like, first off, we know the obvious answer is buy the right newts for the right media. Right. You know, you definitely should be focusing on that. We had some good comments like if you have to stick with that, both Max Power and Fud Pucker recommended, you know, get a little fish additive in there. For when you're in grow, and I don't want to be, I mean, the title of this Scotty is Frank and grow. So I know we're not, you know, proper would be, hey, man, right. sarong newts, definitely do not try to contest. They're five liters, too. If you do figure out a way to succeed with it, because they're already opened, you're already running them, they're going to be hard, if not impossible, to return. Unless What's you get the, the difference? What's the difference between a cocoa newt? What makes a newt a cocoa-specific or 
Yeah, it's so, balanced for the charge that's on the cocoa. Oh, yes. Yeah, so the, they'll, they'll buffer the cocoa to where it, it it's charged and ready to help the roots release. assimilate nutrients into them. Um, and I, I, it's formulated for their cocoa specifically. Right. It's kind so of a big deal. The man. aqua, the aqua is formulated to be in water in mm-hmm. like a pure hydroponic sense instead of with the charge that's on their cocoa. Right. Right. Dude, okay. Fishman, I'll send this over to you now. I'm gonna have to get some like advice from behind the scenes, or, like the cats that make the nudes. I'll kick this over to Chet because you're kind of stuck with these bottles. Unless you, I mean, I'm not gonna tell you to go to run to a hydro system because I love the fact that you're trying to get in cocoa, um, but. You know, make sure you're going to want to make sure what's falling off because you're saying you're going to get um, some deficiencies, et cetera. I, I feel you could figure out what bottle to add in uh, for what's going to happen with deficiencies. As long as you know what you're doing, you're already aware of the problem. Uh, let me see if I can get a couple answers on that one because uh, you should be able to succeed, man. I don't know. I, what, what Guru is saying does make sense, though, about the uh, the nutrients being – I know cocoa is charged, you know, so it's, it's – it, 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 It's buffered specifically for their cocoa nutrients. Yeah, I can see all sorts of deficiencies. I don't know. I can see that being a pain in the butt, man. You tell you, yeah, you're going to suggest just take take just eat it, man. Figure out what you can do with those newts and get the right newts so you Bite can have complete bullet. success. And you know what? Can a cocoa A and B at least over at, at – at, uh, uh, way to grow. I think it's like 40 to 50 bucks each. It's about a hundred bucks for both five liters. Not really expensive, man. And I yeah. say that, you know, of course, a hundred bucks, a hundred bucks, but it's not like, you know, you got to spend 250, $300 on this shit, a hundred bucks investment into getting it ah, right. Yeah. You're pulling it. You're, you're bending my arm as well. I agree because you know, the fr- time in the garden and money, you think about your running, you're paying for your lights, your time, every time you go in there to not do it as good as possible. Yep. Yeah. Frustrating for a hundred bucks. And what's the fish I just like going to cost you 15, 20 right. bucks. Pour the a into the B and use it as a one part on your house plants. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Frank can go. Sorry that happened, man. Um, but yeah, get that, get that, get that corrected so you can succeed the best you can. He's running, you know, he's running two, three fifteens. Um, that's a decent sized canopy that I want to be the best it can. And there's an unspoken, or I will speak it. That's fucking awesome. You're growing weed with your dad, man, or growing cannabis with your dad. That's awesome. I may or may not have grown cannabis with my father, and it was one of our best bonding experiences together, allegedly. That's first thing Max Power said as well. Maybe you know, he's old. My old. He goes, I wit, I wit, my, my, my how excellent that you get to grow with your dad. I am wicked jealous. My old man might be less of a twat if he grew her. <laughs> Probably not, though. <laughs> Mine became uh, much less of a twat, yes. All right. So, uh, Ski, what do we got here? Come on. What do we got? What's next? Planet. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. This is posted by John Robb. Hey, everybody. What would you do? I have five eight-ball Kush plants and five-gallon fabric pots. About a week from going under the 1,000-watt HPS in the bloom tent, the variety seems very short and stout, just like advertised. Mm. I topped them a week again for the second time. I'm trying to keep them in a 4x4 tent, have a full canopy. Would you run all five or just four of them? Would you screw? Okay, right there. I think we're both going to say running all five. I'm running all five. Wait, how big, how big is it again now? The I've four got five eight-ball Kush plants in five-gallon fabric pots. Okay. Um Sorry, man. I was just looking at. Uh, just scroll down and look at the picture right. of the spacing right now with five in there. Not too shabby. Nah, it looks good. That looks good. 
You, you got regardless there. of where your plants are at. You, if you're good at training, you'll you know you can train them into where the light's going to be. You'll get a good a good canopy. But even if I'd say even if you had six, I'd say run six and just have fewer prominent tops than more. You know, have every plant has a good stout four liters going up instead of if you're running two, you'd run as many up as you could because you had the room. Right. I don't think I'd scrog that thing. I think I'd go get some of those stakes. They've got those bamboo stakes. I mean, you can really control the plant and tie them down with those. Um, well, yeah, and he goes that also, I mean, I, I'm not going to scrog because he mentions that uh, they seem very short and stout. You know, yeah, I don't think they need to be scrogged. Like there's some, I think you grew this variety too. Maybe it was called the Blue Widow. Shout out straight nugs. Mm -hmm. I think it was. And that plant grew some great nug, but man, it needed so much support. It literally made my time in the garden like, I don't know, freaking 25% more time just in there. Every time I'd put on a little weight, part of it would fall over. I'm like, dude, this plant would, it it should be scrogged to help out for structure. Um, again, if you've listened to the show, I don't like scrogging stuff in because then the whole garden's tied together. If I got to get rid of a plant or I got to move my plants out or do something or treat Rotate. them or spray them. Think about rotating a plant, man, or spraying the plant. Yeah, but it, rotating a plant is huge, man. You get a little bit of different, you know, there's shadows that occur. Don't forget the lights are stationary. You know, the sun's moving. So to be able to move a plant around a little bit is huge. God, it makes me want to get like, isn't there a like a daisy chained, like you just plug right into the wall, plant rotating tray system. You open your door and all of your plants are just like, you know, like a diamond display like, ring like a thing. Lazy Susan for plants. I like it, man. I like powered. It. It's a powered lazy Susan for plants. Hope yes. it's made out of plastic. All right, John Rob, man. Good luck with the grow. They look great, man. Uh, your plants look fabulous and keep us updated. I think you'll get a great harvest off that. I do. Yeah. <clears throat> and I think if you need to stake anything up, if anything starts flopping, I mean, you, you could just use uh, bamboo stakes, two, two foot bamboo stakes. Make sure you wear sunglasses in the grow so you don't <laughs> poke your eyes out. All right, we got Spectrum King. Shout out before a little more grow talk. Yes, uh, this weekend actually MJ BizCon. I shouldn't say this weekend. This week is the MJ BizCon, um, starting Tuesday the 14th. That's just a pre-conference, but I think the 15th, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday are the bigger days. We might catch it next year. This um, is my jealous face. I wish I was there. I don't know. I debate. I debate, sir. I don't know. Vegas, Vegas, not going into it. But anyway, <laughs> if you want to check out, if you are out there, def, I mean, you won't be able to miss Spectrum King setup, man. They, if you heard Brendan was on the show, they got some kind of light set up where they're like the Luxor in the show, like just beaming up, nice. <laughs> So, which is a good idea to be found, actually. Oh, that's and they're, really weird. Uh, they're going to be showy in Vegas. Hmm. Releasing their uh, the new 600 SK what was it called? The SK 603. 602. 602. Mm-hmm. Um, as well as uh, some other low profile stuff. I think I'm excited to see what they come out. They're always doing some good filming. Um, we'll check them out on their YouTube and Facebook after the show, as well as go over to their site, man. I was actually cruising around their site and I haven't ordered this, but I wanted to give a cool grow room upgrade thing. They have a green LED strip over there that's 15 feet long. It's pretty dope. Like you could run it all along your top and this isn't necessary. You can go get those little twirly bird fluorescents for for value. I know this is the pimp your grow room tip, Um, but it's pretty cool how it just runs along being you are after the green LED guys. If you need to go to work or check on your plants at night, water, et cetera, it doesn't affect the photo cycle. Um, So I dig man. And as well as that, of course, there are other great lighting SK 600, the 400 plus, 
uh, closet cases and two wattages and check them out. Coupon code dude SK, please. Yeah. We'll love that. And that's it, man. Let's get one with the grow talk here. All right. Let's do it. What you got? This, this is one, one more. Man. Yeah. I'm, I'm prepping here. Okay. What do we got, man? What do we got? Insulated flex duct posted by Eddie OC. All right. So what's going on, dude? Scott Guru and the whole DGC. I'm looking to exhaust my cold air hoods. And was wondering what's the difference. Oh, he's using air-cooled lighting, bro. It's so So 2017, 80s. man, you know. <laughs> anyway, just joking. Tons of people still use this equipment. Anyway, he's assuming he's going to use insulated ducting. I'm assuming the higher the number in R rating, uh, the more insulation. Yes. The question, does anyone know if it makes a big difference to go with a higher R8 insulated duct over R6? So he's saying, is R6 good enough or should I go R8? Did you ever use insulated ducting? Yeah, always. I always did, man. Because so basically just, just because of the light leaks, man. And and honestly, here's what it was. Not even the light leaks. If you don't use insulated ducting, you'll start and your humidity is high. If you're pushing VPD, man, you'll start getting just drip droplets off your duct. Well, no, because you got to think about the microclimate around that duct. The uninsulated ducting oh, gonna is going to it's going to hit below the dew point. You're going to trigger the dew point, man. Exactly. I asked Guru to stay late one day and explain the dew point to me. <laughs> I always figured also, I mean, I was taught that you push through your hoods, you know, if you miss the old, old, old dude grow shows, we talk about this shit all the time, but pushing air through your hoods so you don't create a vacuum when you pull through your hoods and pull odor out. That's true. Um, and then, I mean, your hood should be taped if you don't have confidence in their sealability, but insulated. And you know, when you're pushing through your hoods, you're pulling in that super cold air. If you have a winter climate yep. right away, you'll get condensation. And it's even, it's super hard to avoid sometimes with insulated duck even. And I'd say uh, it's a price difference. I think you're going to get what, hang on. Somebody uh, answered this question, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm I threw sure this that, up on here. This is in my knowledge. I did not Google it. No. Go ahead and reread it. <laughs> when it comes to efficiency of heat insulation, R6 ducting, if less efficient than R8 ducting, in essence, R8 reduces energy loss by approximately 2%, which is equivalent to consuming less energy by 3%. So what I'm not, I'm not going with about, R8. Man? I mean, I don't really, it all adds up, but R8 is bigger in diameter. It's more expensive. No, 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 no. Hang on. This is just different. This is the same size. This is just different insulation. This is, he's not saying. Six no, no. Inch. It, R, if you go buy R8 ducting insulated, it's going to be bigger. R8, R8, R8 is more insulation. On okay. The, on but, the ducting but we're, it's, yes, six. agreed. It's just more insulation. It's the same size, whatever it is, whether it's a six inch duct. Yeah, it's still six sure. inch diameter on the inside. Understood. Outside okay. diameter will be bigger though, which can cause complications depending on if your ducting needs to run through a current six inch hole for some reason. Jesus. But R8 inch, it reduces energy loss by approximately 2% is really what you needed. So that's very little, man. 2% is exactly is very little. So unless it was very similar in price, I would say you're all right just uh just using the R6. Yeah, that's what I I would recommend for sure. Sure. Wow, that's crazy that the difference between uh R6 and R8 is just 2%. I guess that makes sense because there's two only two uh you know, a two number difference. So I guess it's a, a scale from 1 to 100 maybe. Yeah, could be. Um, <laughs> full on, if you're going, yeah, well, isn't everything scaled to 100 if you're going on percentage-wise for? I don't think so, man. It's 100% efficient or 100%, yeah. I, the I, stock I think market ain't scaled 50 to 100. 50% of the time, it works all the time. <laughs> Sometimes I always think like that. <laughs> all right. 
let's round it out. We don't have to make ourselves sound too intelligent about R rating inducting, but you, gave good advice. Yeah, you go yeah. with the R6, sir. I was just actually trying to think about R rating and think about what you do in the greenhouse. It was actually, I think I skipped this in the, in the, uh, uh, in the format, but we had a really cool article about the winter greenhouses and what it was actually from, uh, from Fred Garvin. And it was about uh, what you can do to uh, raise temperature in your greenhouse and stuff. And they were talking about bubble wrapping. Remember we had that guy from solar wrap that we met last week. Yeah. Um, so we were just talking about, and he was talking about his, 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 you know, if you bubble wrap the greenhouse, it's like a 1.6 R rating or something. So I'm just thinking it must be like a scale. For, we'll have to get somebody that, that, that really understands it to help us, but it must be a, a scale from one to maybe it is 100 or something, you know? Yeah, we'll get that technical stuff kicking. I don't even <laughs> you can tell much with, with my commentation. I mean, I just want to know not too in depth, depending on, you know, what it is. Cross, I want to know it works when I have somebody, but you have to have a special interest to get into um, the effectiveness of R ratings or your PP. Oh, no, uh, you're trying to figure out what's going to work, man. For R rating, you're trying to figure out, dude, if I pay 20 bucks more or 100 bucks more for the insulation now, is it going to save me 15, 20 bucks a month? True, true. Is it going to save me 50 cents a month or is it going to save me two cents a month? You know, so it does make, you know, I would like to know. Get the equation going, man. You got to get your kilowatts per hour pricing, right? How often is your equipment running? Like, yeah. There's a lot of variables. How cold is it going to get? You got to look at the farmer's almanac, man, and get all that in there as well. Man, I need to go find my buddy that, that used to sell bags and now is a mathematician, engineer. Fuck yeah, man. He'll help me with that. <laughs> all right, let's talk about some highlights of the show. Would be, uh, don't forget, guys, get a hold of us over on dudegrows.com or call into the 833 420 2420 leave some comments on some grow talk um we're gonna try and get some a little bit more involvement here with some of the dgc uh helping interact on the show you already are um on the site so we'd love to hear it and uh what else man you got anything we're gonna do some shout outs <laughs> loving these shout outs man we have such a creative crew i love it man can i start with uh good old grizzly o'keefe and vagabond Go to KC Benny Man and Dabney Bowman. I'll nail it all today. I love it, Dabney Bowman. You're cracking me up, man. Kurt MXO3 and KDK. NM High Deserts and Angled Remains. Used right. to be mangled, now it's angled. All right. It's angled now. <laughs> Typo. Stony Montana and Digger. What's up? Oh, you got to do the uh, Green Demon and Indica Dogo. Yeah, Scruffalus and McConaughey 840. <laughs> and lastly, Mike's 2001. Peace out. Stay higher. And uh, we'll catch you soon. Absolutely. Take it easy, dude. Some people love to blaze up the deck. Yeah, we get happy for noon. And with the boss man sister, take a little break. That means we're lighting up a dude. It's just weed. It's just weed. I like to keep the good buzz on, on, on. It's just weed. It's just weed. In my toolbox, there's a bomb. Some people start their day off with a pill. It's what the doctor says to do. They shake their heads at natural medicine. Go ahead and try something new, new, new. It's just weed. It's just weed. I like to keep the good buzz on, on, on. It's just weed. It's just weed. I like to smoke it all day long. Yeah.
Smoking weed, I ain't done nothing wrong. 